foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Radzlov. Today we want to expose some of the traps and snares that the devil uses to keep us in turmoil and defeat. And they're called defense mechanisms. And they are our own natural instincts to protect self, but they keep us in bondage. So let's talk about a couple of these defense mechanisms because I think that it's important for us to know what they are in order for us to recognize if we are using them. So the first one is denial. When do we use the self-defense mechanism of denial, Janie? Oh, Sharon, that is really when there have been facts in our lives that are too painful to deal with or even remember. Well, isn't denial unconscious? So how do we know that we're using it? Well, we're uncomfortable in our own skin. We don't have a heart of joy. We're not in a state of just being relaxed with the way life is dealing. Where I find denial to be so prominent uh, is when, let's just use several circumstances, ladies have gone through abuse. Okay. It can be so painful that they cannot think about it, and so they must find an escape. So if we find ourselves curling up in a ball underneath the covers and not really wanting to get out of bed kind of thing, is that... Is that denial? That would be denial expressed in depression. Okay. Now, I do know of other uh, ladies that have victory now and are continuing to overcome uh, that chose their defense mechanism because it was too painful. They chose to get into drugs, okay. be it prescription or be it just... Well, I heard you say escape, and so could watching watching movies be mm-hmm. that... A defense mechanism of denial? You know, that's probably, yes, absolutely. Then let me say uh, something that sometimes can be a pet peeve for me that I have to deal with. I don't like to watch television or anything. But the Lord says, redeem the time because the days are evil. Now, I'm not saying that we need to be talking scripture or reading the Bible 24 hours a day. But I do hear many ladies and men So at the end of the day, instead of having some time where you can just be joyous and seeing the Lord Jesus and talking to him, they'll spend three hours on a movie. And that's not wrong unless it robs you of the best. Uh, If you sit down and... You mean in taking the place of the time that we spend with the Lord. So watching a movie for three hours and then saying we don't have time to pray. Yeah, that's a beautiful example. Or, okay. Now I'm really relaxed and feeling good, and that a movie gave me a good feeling, so now I'm just going to go to bed. So does this fall 
does this still fall under denial or is this is this something that we also do just to relax? Well, we can we can do that, but with the idea of speaking about denial, maybe the easiest way to summarize that is I call it the ostrich syndrome. Okay. Things are just too painful. I don't know how to fix them. God doesn't seem to be taking them away. So I'm going to just what we I would call veg out. And again, that's nothing against relaxing. Mm-hmm. But re- So it depends on what we're using that escape for. If we're watching TV as an escape. And I'm not saying this right. turning okay. on the television for 30 minutes is wrong. I'm not saying that at all. Maybe you need to get the weather. You need to update or what have you. But time allotment is given to each of us and when the Lord tells me to redeem the time then that needs to be the first priority now so so then we rationalize then we use rationalization to excuse our behavior and that probably carries over with what we've just talked about denial all right so I can rationalize that uh, I've already spent six hours in a ministry some kind or organizing or helping my husband organize and now I deserve to sit down and just get my mind uncluttered right okay all right and we unclutter it by watching a movie or reading a book or escaping or getting in. on social media oh yes 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 or okay. getting on one of the places where you can spend all your whole paycheck buying stuff all oh, right right <laughs> going shopping yeah going okay. shop shopping right <laughs> in your own home okay and proverbs 21 2 says every man's way is right in his own eyes But the Lord weighs or he ponders what's in our hearts. Okay, so our motives is the main thing. Yes, and and one of the things that rationalization does that is not good is it allows us to walk after our own ways without losing respect that we are failing. Oh, all right. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay, that does. And so uh, if I stay really busy doing some good things in my own mind, then I can rationalize having my own self needs met according Mm -hmm. to my self's desires. And if we don't see our failure, then we don't see our need. So then we just stay busy trying to convince ourselves and others that we're okay, so we don't lose respect. But if the Lord has said it and I obey it, then I don't need to worry about self-respect. Who I am and how I choose to live that is all wrapped up in loving the Lord. And when you love the Mm -hmm. Lord, you don't want to do anything that would bring anything less than joy to his heart. He says he gives us his joy. And because we have the joy that belongs to us from him as our strength, then that should be within our hearts that we want to give back to him our heart of joy for his heart of joy. Right. So one thing begets another, but a self-mechanism will break that cycle of joy given to joy and given back. Well, that makes sense. But if all of these defense mechanisms are unconscious... So denial is an unconscious action. Rationalization is an unconscious action. So if they're just a natural part of our being, then 
What are some things that we can do to recognize that we're in the snare, we're in the trap, and now how do I get out? Well, Sharon, you've stated the biblical answer to your own question. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Well, you said we're in a trap, and we know we're in a trap of some kind because, believe it or not, our feelings are making us feel rather uncomfortable. Okay. So that helps us become aware of the unconsciousness that you mentioned that we can have when we are making our own choices for self-satisfaction. And that is our conscience is still really trying to talk to us, even in making us feel bad and we don't know why. Oh, okay. So then if I'm using my feelings, the Lord can use feelings. He can use emotions. So with that in mind, I need to go say, wow, is the conscience talking to me? And if so, I need to say, Holy Spirit, convict me, open my eyes, show me my hidden thoughts of where it is that I'm missing the mark when I want to make the mark. Well, I'm glad that you brought that out because when you were telling me about how the Holy Spirit uses the conscience to talk to us, and when we ignore the conscience, then that's how we become dull of hearing when we continually ignore the conscience. So when we use these self-defense mechanisms, then... It's kind of to quiet the conscience a lot of times so that it doesn't make us uncomfortable or or make us feel bad. So then we quiet the conscience, which is quieting the Holy Spirit. The conscience is a big, big issue in our life. We just don't recognize how it functions because it can function through bad feelings, whatever it needs to do to get our attention right. so that we can aright ourselves with what the Word of God has said. And, you know, let's just think about three things where God has given us commands okay. so that we can walk in a clear conscience, not being unconscious of where we're and why we're struggling. God says, redeem the time for the days are evil. So we don't want to be content in wasting time. That's Just e- going through the motions of life. Correct. Okay. Uh, that's Ephesians five fifteen through 17. Okay. And then the Lord also tells us in Philippians 4, 6 to really make prayer our first priority. And then he tells us that if we're going to walk with a clear conscience and not be caught up in the unconsciousness of self, we've got to study. It's just not going to happen automatically. And that's 2 Timothy 2.15. When we're just going through the motions of life and not thinking and not being purposeful in thought, then we will automatically allow our unconscious behavior to to rule us. And so we will go into denial when things are too painful and rationalize our behavior and attitude, even when we know it's not good. And so these are really some things that can help us mature, to have grateful hearts, to be able to overcome the snares of the enemy. 
And that's why Mentoring Matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hart's ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHarts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts.org.